Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I'll be continuing my series on the bioweapon, its rollout. Um, and this one title today is Bioweapon Blues 15, Assessing the Death and Disability from the Toxic Jab. I'm going to play some videos, show some slides, and then I'm going to show a very important case, in my opinion, that I don't think anybody or, to my knowledge, has really covered the Switzerland case that... Uh, They've updated, and it's a criminal complaint as well, and some new information since I think came out in November 14th. Today is November 27th, 2022, so more information is coming out, and uh, it really is a global disaster. I was just reading through some of all the Swiss information, which I think is very important for anybody to look through, and I'll go through some of the PowerPoint slides Uh Gratefully, I'm grateful to them for putting a lot of that information out in English as well. But uh, I was looking through the slides earlier. They're missing 6,000 children in Switzerland alone. So they've had a decrease in babies in Switzerland of 6,000 in one year. It's just incredible, a smaller country. Um, so this is really a, a human catastrophe, massive catastrophe. Switzerland, first world country, right? Very uh, educated population. They have a lot of bleed over from Germany, so they get a lot of uh, knowledge and insight from uh, nearby countries as well, European countries. But uh, some of these PowerPoints are very easy to understand, and uh, so I'll, I'll get to those soon. But I'm going to play these videos here. history directly because of the intervention of these idiots into healthcare and it's the physicians it's not just the politicians it's the physicians themselves who are principally culpable because they have allowed government's jackboots to influence how they manage their patients which has never ever happened before first do no harm and informed consent Physicians have, have looked in, how can you do this? How can you look into the eyes of a pregnant woman and tell her that this experimental product is safe? How can you do that as a, as a physician? No, anyone, any physician that has done that should be in jail. It's November 2022, and this is video number 317. So, uh, so they're now going to give uh, the useless a toxic COVID-19 jab to infants. They're going to add a jab that doesn't work and isn't safe to an aggressive, untested, officially promoted program of mass medication. The most alarming, experimental and grandiose example of centrally approved child abuse in human history. A program that I believe has done infinitely more harm than good. A drug administration mania that should have been halted decades ago by the medical profession and would have been if the medical profession hadn't been bought by the drug industry. An untested experimental schedule that would have warmed the evil heart of Joseph Mengele. Is it more dangerous to give the mRNA jab to babies whose mothers were jabbed before or during pregnancy? No one knows. In America, 
The government recommends that babies and infants should be given the following vaccines before they're 15 months old. Three doses for hepatitis B, two doses for rotavirus, four doses for diphtheria, tetanus and pertussis, four doses for haemophilus influenza, four doses of pneumococcal conjugate, three doses for polio, another one for influenza, one for measles, mumps and rubella, one for varicella, one for hepatitis, and so on and so on. The list never ends. And now add in the toxic COVID-19 jab. Why they don't just slaughter infants at birth is a mystery. After 18 months, they get endless armfuls of more stuff. How kids ever get time to go to school is a mystery. I'm surprised they're ever able to get there. And of course, it's all much the same the world over. How much testing has been done to check that all these vaccines don't interact badly in the developing human body? None would be a good answer. How much research is done to see how much damage is being done to the developing immune system? FDA, our government agencies, and I want everyone to understand this, our government agencies are involved in a biological safety cover-up of death after COVID-19 vaccination. Some of this due to fatal myocarditis, some of this fatal blood clots, some of this just fatal allergic reactions. Most of the deaths occur within a couple of days of taking the, 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 the injection. So like these two boys died in Connecticut. It's within a couple of days. Ernesto Ramirez. So there's a father. He's a truck driver. He's a single father. He's got a 16-year-old boy. He doesn't know. He's afraid of COVID. He's not sure what to do. There's all this messaging. So what does he do? He takes the father, takes the shot first to make sure it's safe. And he has a sore arm. He's otherwise okay. Then he tells his 16-year-old boy, go ahead and take the shot. 16-year-old boy takes the shot, dies of myocarditis. They haven't even viewed the autopsy. got an autopsy. It's fatal myocarditis. And you know what he did? The father did? He went out to tell America that this can happen. And my son clearly died of the vaccine. He was offered money to shut up. He'll tell the story. And I think Americans should hear the story. We are involved in a cover-up. Just like the FDA is trying to cover up the Pfizer deaths, there is a cover-up of all the people dying after the vaccine, one by one by one. In the country of Denmark, something horrible is going on. So what did Denmark do recently? They banned the vaccine for those under 50. Why Why did people for over 50? We can debate that. But for under 50, they banned the vaccine. And they came out and said, we'd rather have you get COVID than the vaccine. So without saying, it, 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 that's Orwellian speak for, you're better off with COVID than the vaccine in terms of surviving. So that says something right there. Not, the, the, the government's never going to come out and admit this. So, we, the people, have to basically just arm people with data and facts. This is a disaster. Now let's go to the other chart on Denmark, and it's very interesting. Um, uh, let me go back up to that. So in the, in the, in the left-hand uh, box, yearly mortality for age group, you can see the long-term trend for deaths in Denmark. There's the trend, there's the death rates, and then there's projections. And you can see what happened since 2020. It's off and to the right, okay? And then you can see... This is, and that's for the total population. Uh, and you can, again, you can break this down by age group. We just took total because Denmark's the most stark example. And there's 
all sorts of things that you'll find in different countries. But mostly, just keep bear this in mind, mostly young people experience excessive death rates starting in 21 and 22. Uh, and on the right-hand side, you can see excess death rates and vaccination uptake, and it's gone up every year into 2022 in Denmark. So there's no doubt in my mind they stopped this because they saw the same data that we saw. Okay, this is, you know, this is not a mystery. They're seeing what we're seeing. Now that begs the question, if Denmark's seeing what we're seeing and they stopped it, why in this country we're experiencing similar things? Why have they not stopped this? They see what we see. So again, I don't want to get into the who and why of what happened, but at this point, at this point, it's a uh, cover-up and it's criminal negligence at this point because they see exactly what we see and other countries are starting to stop it. So the longer this goes no, on, the more we can say it's criminal. The longer this goes on, the more we can say this it's criminal. The first chart you're seeing is excess <clears throat> mortality age group comparison for the country of Denmark uh, uh, from 20... Now that Pfizer and Moderna are supposedly going to conduct clinical trials on the law. Yeah, this is rich. Pfizer and Moderna are going to conduct criminal trials on these experimental shots that they rolled out. So it's incredible. I mean, experiment, it's just off the charts. Term risk of myocarditis. You're, you're, you know, standing up. You're one of the few public health officials to stand up and say, you know, we're not recommending this. It gets a lot of backlash that you receive. And this is the risk involved. Do you think this contributes to now Pfizer and Moderna having to at least appear to do something about it? I, your words are perfect, Emerald, to appear to do something about it. And this is this is really a farce. It's a it's a dance to continue to persuade the American people that their their health is first is actually a first priority. Guys, they are very late to the party. People, researchers around the country have been talking about the risk of myocarditis for probably close to 18 months. And with the CDC in conjunction with Pfizer and others that they're busy doing, has been lowballing the estimates. They've been reporting rates that are, that are much lower than what other countries were reporting and that are actually happening in, in populations of young men. So now, give me a break. We've known about this for a long time, and they're making a lot of hoopla about looking at long-term effects. Guys, this is just another attempt to take people's attention away from what's actually happening, which is really irresponsible and just reprehensible behavior on their part to try to either underestimate, bury, distract this important health outcome from the American people. Basically, this vaccine is to be suspended. We know that until all the more data leaks we have been What can you do? There's a big social media movement. Things are progressing. I think we need to keep capitalizing on that. Certainly, Twitter isn't doing any banners at the moment on this. So, so, so what, I, what, I want, what I'm suggesting you can do, and you can decide for yourself, uh, I'm going to do this later on tonight or tomorrow morning. I'm going to copy in Steve Barkley, the Secretary for Health. Please take a screenshot of this if you want and do your own tweet, video, tag me, I will retweet it, I will quote tweet it. And you basically say, I will say, for example, my name is Dr. Seema Hotra, because I'm a cardiologist, and I call on the second state 
This is a lunatic out of Canada who is still telling people to mask up. These people are all lunatics. I'm sorry, but you should. Um, you should be doing good hand hygiene, cleaning surfaces, masking as best you can to decrease the risk to that child. These are just some of the videos of uh, people who have been injured by the jab. This uh, woman writes, this is where I am right now, nearly 17 months after first Pfizer. It hurts to walk and my legs are really heavy, but I'm trying my best every day. Praying there will be proper medical medical care for all of us vaccine injured very soon. Hashtag not recovered. Hashtag can we talk about it? Hashtag real not rare. Hey there. I know some of you might recognize me from my initial post on Instagram. I've been hiding a lot and not showing exactly what this has done to me. But I'm done hiding and I'm done being scared. There are several stories like mine. The same doctors who told us this is safe are the same doctors brushing us off as if we didn't matter. It is now time that we are heard, seen, and believed.
This is another guy who's been injured. He's lying in bed. It says, oh, my heart rate shot up dramatically and sent me to a near seizure. Oh, in my right now? I felt like I was in the world's coldest freezer. My heart was beating as if it was trying to keep me alive. This happened often randomly throughout the first six months of my COVID jab injury. I'm staying here. There's millions and millions of these people. Okay, I'm gonna count the heart rate. Stay still for that moment. No. One, two. I'm gonna count it because I need the. I need to count it out loud because I'm. One second. Thirty and twice. This is the joke who runs our country. I can't hard to read this. Reuters, uh, Natanya Bowes. Um, 81 million votes. Yeah, right. More injuries. This is Australia, Ashley. Uncontrollable shaking. I don't know if this is even on. I can't, I don't watch the corporate media, but I assume a lot of these, this is a person dying after the uh, shot. I don't know if they show this on the corporate media. This is a video of somebody who's pretty obviously injured by something. She has Bell's palsy. It's Vax pushing Dutch politician Nilufer. Gundigan appears on TV with Bell's palsy. She claims her condition is stress-related. Yeah, right. And the side effects of the vaccine. I just had to um, make a video this morning because um, I'm just hearing about people, um, people who are dying from the side effects of the vaccines. Um, it's all because we're not recognised. Vaccine injury is not recognised. So the doctors don't know about it, or they're overlooking it, or they don't believe it. Because they're swallowing this narrative from MHRA and people aren't getting the tests that they need. People aren't getting VQ scans to see the microclotting and the blood clots in the lungs. People aren't getting the tests for the blood clots and the D-dimer, these things. And people are dying suddenly, all because the government, our government, they won't acknowledge us. They know exactly how deadly these vaccines have been 
They're trying to sweep it under the carpet. These people have literally got blood on their hands. How do they sleep at night? Get messages from people's families because they can't get the right tests in hospital. I know what tests they need. But the doctors can't do it because they have to follow NHS protocol and they don't know about vaccine injury. They don't know what tests they need. Never mind, let alone treat it. But people are dying. It's got to stop. People need to wake up soon. I, I just... This is another woman who died. Her name was Rosalind Formentera, two doses, uh, July 7th, 2021, July 28th, 2021, September 16th, 2021, they buried her. There's so many of these too. The died suddenly news that started this all off for me was just kind of like uh, an intro to all the stories, but there's so many more. They're monsters. The crazy train is still ongoing, so it's uh, you know still going. So I'm going to show this. I'm going to go to this website, and these are just a couple slides. The website, which I will put a link to, which I highly recommend people just kind of look through is coronacomplaint.ch and I will put that in the show notes or there will be a link to that and I think it's very important because I think it's very important because the information is a source outside of the US so you see it all the way um, around across the world same kind of issues same kind of findings inquiries conclusions to a criminal complaint, really. So I think that that's uh, very important to understand that the, the Swiss, at least in this instance, are taking their independent findings to uh, their court in a criminal complaint format, not civil. There's going to be tons of civil suits. There are already so many civil suits. But um, we'll get to that. And a person you can see, if you're watching on the screen, you can see it's Howard Steen, S-T-E-N. It's at Howard Steen 4. So you can check him out on Twitter. And uh, a lot of the victims, the testimony, things like that. Like I said at the start, in, in their findings in Switzerland, there's 6,000 less children born in Switzerland this year. So, And here this site says, large press conference from Philip Cruz. Impressive group of experienced doctors, e.g. Martin Haddish, former cantonal prosecutor, three vaccine victims telling their stories. See Philip Cruz Telegram channel. If this cannot get main media coverage, I don't think anything can. And then this is the, one of the victims. 
They start the evidence with the vaccine victims themselves. Rosanna Kay was a flight attendant that can no longer do this work because of her vaccine injuries. The second victim is speaking from a wheelchair. She took three shots of the Moderna substance and is diagnosed with polyarthritis. She's classed as 50% disabled and it gets no financial help. She hopes that people will finally open their eyes to the damage caused by the shots. Third victim is this 19-year-old woman who was physically fit before taking two shots of the Pfizer-BioNTech substance. She's now classified as 50% unfit for work. So you're just seeing the kind of the beginnings of all the disabilities that are going to come out of this. The first expert is Dr. Guthhauser, a surgeon who assessed the third victim and explains that the effects of the substances, he won't call them vaccines wisely, vary greatly from patient to patient. So there's no con consistent picture presented because multiple parts of the body can be affected. Next, lawyer Cruz explains that Swiss Medic, which is basically their kind of CDC, NH, NIH, um, in Switzerland. Cruz explains that Swiss Medic did not do its job, i.e. the people that failed to do age stratified risk-benefit analysis for the shots, considering the risk of the disease. Yeah, you're right. And then I'll go through some of these slides. Steen is showing the slides, but I'm going to go through everything here and probably read from the criminal complaint. Like I said, if you have lawyer friends who are involved in these cases or upcoming cases, you should direct them to this because there's a lot of... Uh, clinical findings and things like that. This slide is the idea that the substances would stay in muscle at the injection site is belied by animal studies showing that the nanoparticles get everywhere throughout the body. And then why are we publishing a, this criminal complaint? Health hazard. We are dealing here with nothing less than the greatest danger, indeed injury to human health that has ever occurred in Switzerland. Long wait. We have already filed a criminal complaint with a competent public prosecutor's office on July 14th, 2022. Weighing up the interest at the time, we came to the conclusion that we should wait with the public publication until the public prosecutor's office had sufficient time to carry out the urgent preservation of evidence. Due to fundamentally positive feedback from the public prosecutor's office, we even waited longer than originally planned. In the meantime, however, enough time has passed in which the necessary preservation of evidence could have taken place. And then obligation to punish to publish. In view of the seriousness of the damage to public health that still exists and will become even more serious with further approvals, we feel obliged to publish the criminal complaint together with selected ancillary documents and sources. As lawyers and scientists, we can no longer withhold from the public the specialized knowledge we've acquired in recent months. And then I will go through the criminal complaint, but the title of it is Criminal complaint against Swiss Medic, there's suspicion that the approval of the novel MNRA vaccines violates the Therapeutic Products Act. The presumption of innocence shall apply to all persons charged. <clears throat> and then he's, this is, uh, these lawyers are, are pointing out there's a very clear case of criminal negligence by Swiss Medic. Yeah, there's criminal negligence here in the United States as well, all over the world, really. Haddish shows the data indicating that the versus the EU, Switzerland has a higher death rate related to the injections. The alarm signal in which prior times would have caused the use of these substances to be stopped has been many times exceeded. Pharmacovigilant is not functioning. Same thing happened here. There was like a death 
alarm that's supposed to happen at the CDC, which they did. They just walked right over. So same thing's happening in the U.S. I think I talked in my last talk about the two billboards that Steve Kirsch put up saying, why wasn't this alarm triggered? So there's a lot of mysteries there. Um, this is another slide, which I will show again from the, the list of slides. But it's just that a Professor Burkhardt gets the impression that it is composed of self-assembling proteins, which is very strange. I've never heard of a self-assembling protein. Strangely, the clot has no red blood cells and is composed of fibers. What are these mysterious substances? Already three such never-before-known substances are seen in tissue samples after the MNRA vaccines. What more will be discovered in future investigations? And that ties into this documentary that just came out, Died Suddenly. The clot collected from the test tube is whitish and quite solid, but a bit elastic. Strangely, it is not dissolved by the reagents used during tissue slide preparation. Her blood is sampled, spun in a centrifuge, and then cooled. It forms a strange gelatinous clot that floats to the top of the test tube. Amyloid osis. Amyloid starch light starch like is an eosinophilic hyaline glycoproteinaceous material with affinity to certain stains, congord, which cannot be degraded by the body. Amyloidosis summarizes a group of diseases which are characterized by extracellular deposition of amyloid in various organs and tissues, heart, lung, spleen, brain. Professor Burkhardt explains that to, to, to do further studies of the substance using the electron microscope, it does show birefringence. Interestingly, the pure cholesterol crystals are often embedded within the substance. He thinks this is an amyloid protein. He finds another mysterious substance. This time it is eosinophilic, meaning it will absorb the stain eosin and stand out as a colored area. In the image, colored areas show deposits of the substance embedded within the walls of blood vessels of the spleen. Burkhardt says, right from the start, at the very first five cases, it became clear to me there is a very complex and disturbing histological picture. Also noting that this is a forensic toxicology challenge as almost all organs and tissues in the body are affected, which is super disturbing. And this is... Uh, the National Security Study Memorandum 2000, NSSM, and that was about uh, worldwide population growth by Henry Kissinger, written in 1974, declassified in 1989. Um, this is Hannah. She writes, big news, I was lucky to get tested from... Uh, so that's the end of the Switzerland stuff, but I'll come back to it uh, once I'm done with these, the rest of these slides, and we'll go over that. But I think it's very important for researchers of all stripes to look at the, that website and look at what they've compiled independently of anybody here in, in uh, North America. Hannah writes, big news. I was lucky to get tested for micro blood clots. I have a lot of them. Hashtag long COVID. Healthy control blood on the left, mine on the right. The green is all micro clots. These clots are likely blocking oxygen from getting around my body and it could explain many symptoms. That's from November 15th, 2022. Um, this is University Health Services mandating shots. Uh, there's also kind of weird long COVID immunology things happening. And this is from Rajiv Jayadevan. 
Immunology of Long COVID explained by Professor Iwasaki. One, exhausted T cells. Two, activated B cells. Three, anti-EBV. EBV. Four, anti-spike antibodies. Low neutralizing. Seen less cortisol. CD4. Central memory cells. Unchanged autoantibodies. So it's something's going on with people's uh, immune system. This is Karen Kingston. COVID-19 pandemic, what is truth? Verbatim excerpts on informed consent, the invention of MNRA vaccine vaccine technology, and how MNRA vaccines produce disease and damage indefinitely. That's what's scary is the indefinite nature of all this stuff. And this is uh, based upon Russell Blaylock. I've shown videos of him in the past. He put out a warning to people who were behind these shots that once all the information comes out, they're all going to have to run to the hills. But that's the title of his article from late 2021, COVID-19 pandemic, what is the truth? Then Robert writes here, and the sharp rises in long-term sickness among those aged between 16 and 34 are especially worrying. A 42% rise in withdrawals from the labor market for those age 25 to 34 is very striking and disturbing. That's from November 15th, 2022. And this is the ethical skeptic. I've quoted him very frequently. And he writes, I had anticipated an 85% association and the statistics for March to October 2022 show 77%. That is a 77% association, a full 19 months after the rollout, 19 months, thereby confirming this rival chart concept on right. We are almost at a high now, which is this correlation between the shot and long COVID. America, this is by Naomi Wolf, November 16th, America broken by digital hallucinogens. On election night, a once great nation is spun by the same digital tricksters who brought you the, quote, pandemic, unquote. Yeah, it's tied together. <clears throat> Very important to understand that stolen elections and this kill shot are tied together. Yeah, you're World War III, Shelley writes. Yeah, no question. You're in a bio-warfare, World War III. Act accordingly. So does Wake the Dead, says the same thing. This is all warfare stuff. The stolen elections is warfare and the bioweapon tied together with all the other toxins they're putting in the food you get. All warfare. I mean, this is incredible, like statements from 2021. Hard choices emerge as link between AstraZeneca vaccine and rare clotting disorder become clearer. So there that's an admission. This is Roland writes, how long COVID ruined my life from crushing fatigue to brain fog. Sky's technology correspondent Roland Manthorpe has suffered with long COVID for more than 18 months and documented his continued struggle. So these guys are poisoned from the inside out, and uh, it's, a tra- it's a tragedy. A lot of suicides, a lot, lot of uh, side deaths that will probably never be accounted for. Your government will cover it up. I don't care where you live. Danny writes... An accountant friend and I were yesterday digging for long-term sickness data. It has been his concern for some time that with UK excess deaths now persistently off the scale, the effects on workforce participation are going to begin to be felt imminently. So he's just showing this upward 
drive for these these injuries. He says, summarize that with deaths so extraordinary high, then it is likely that long-term sickness will also be rising. If you study the ONS data co coinciding with a period when the excess deaths figure between quarter to 2022, then you see that an extra 175,000 have departed the workforce. It's a huge number. Those people are never going to pay taxes. It's incredible. It's a catastrophe, no question. Between them, between August 2022, when the ONS data runs up to, that equates to an average of just over 8,000 leaving the workforce each week over the past five months. That's just in the UK. Remember, this is just workforce data. The U.S. workforce is around 30 million people. If we make an assumption that this phenomenon is happening across the approximate 70 million population of the UK, then we are talking around 20,000 extra per week developing long-term sickness. Since 2020, an extra 400,000 workforce participants have left the workforce on long-term sick leave. The government's not saying anything. The silence is just off the charts. That's a catastrophe. The whole tax payments and all the whole financial consequences of that are off the charts. No tax pays. Well, it depends if they ever come back into the uh, workforce. So 400,000 out in a year. I think I'm going to go back to that from when he was calculating it since 2020. So actually in two years. Died suddenly, 10-year-old, six days after receiving, receiving Moderna and number three. Bears database become a graveyard for human beings deemed lab rats by the elite. Yeah, yeah. Died suddenly, college b-ball star Geronimo, Geronimo Warner, 21, died suddenly after Jackson State University pressured students into getting free Moderna shots through a crushed distrust town hall. CDC officials blindly reassured that damage was rare and blood clots were one in a million. Welcome to Jonestown. Anderson has died 28 years of age from the Flatten the Herd podcast. Come along for the ride. Everyone's dying. What a show they're putting on for us. Incredible. And then Stanford actually is requiring primary vaccination and a booster. They're murdering people left and right. But let's go back to the uh, this website. Let's see if I can pull this up. This is the Swiss website. I'm going to read some of the stuff from this. But I think um, it would be worthwhile for anybody to really look through this just because it's so well put together and has media, summaries, Recent stuff, recent criminal com complaints, um, sources. It's just very well researched and put together. Highly recommend this. I mean, if you read, if you speak German too, you can, you know, go through all this stuff. But uh, let's go some go through some of their slides. They have a very thorough PowerPoint presentation. So I'm pull that. So this is this is their PowerPoint presentation, uh, and you can kind. Of, this is from the law firm, Cruz Law, and 
you can just see all these professors they have involved in this. Swiss Medic, Criminal Complaint, Cruz and Zollinger, Zollinger. Reason for criminal complaint, serious misconduct by Swiss Medic by providing authorization, creation of a hazard, by not sufficiently monitoring this danger, and by providing disinformation about the actual risk. Resulted since 2021 damage to individuals and to society, danger to the health of the entire population of Switzerland. Yeah, that's right. They actually have a timeline. It's actually kind of interesting. They have a timeline of kind of their inquiry in this. So they have a 300-page criminal complaint, and then they distilled it down into 10 pages. So I, I can probably go through some of the 10 pages, but this is risk-increasing factors. Despite constant warning signals, Swiss Medic continued to and extended the authorizations further and further. And so you can just kind of go through this. Like anybody can kind of read the, through this and all the stuff that they mixed up. Insufficient animal studies, control groups disbanded, temporary approval, toxic impurities, lipid nanoparticles, late effects, comornati suspected cases, 42,000 side effects, 1,200 deaths, missing efficacy evidence with young people, falsified data, clinical trials, 1.5% died. Teenagers, six times higher risk for myocarditis. I mean, it just goes on and on. They just overlooked all of these signals over and over again. And they have proof of it. So I mentioned these people earlier, some of these earlier cases um, that people got injured. Uh, her complaints, one hour after the second dose, increasing deterioration and general condition with dizziness, sense of weakness, fever, chest pain, shortness of breath, repeated fainting. Incapacity to work initially 100%, currently 60%, unable to return to work as a flight attendant. That's Rosanna. Tai Mai Trong, 44. Polyarthritis, generalized musculoskeletal pain, muscle weakness, soft tissue swelling of the hands and feet, dream tiredness and fatigue. Samantha K. Dyskinetic disorder, peripheral microthrombosis. Tiredness, lack of energy, lack of concentration, severe headaches. Daily recurring blackouts in capacity work 50%. So they go through their methodology of looking at all this stuff. Conclusion, the question of causality is complex. Precise and detailed anamnesis is indispensable and expedient for the diagnosis. Strong probative value lies in the plausible temporal correlation in good state health before the injection based upon the above methodology i was able to exclude causes other than the covid19 vaccination for the affected patients i think that's important and then they go through a risk benefit analysis what's the risk and what's really the benefit and uh i think at the end they just say the risk far outweigh any benefit MNR, you can go through this. I'm just kind of scanning through it uh, for people who are listening on audio. I'm at page 27. I think it's about 150 sc uh, screenshots, but I think it's worthwhile. I would recommend, and I'll put a link to it, just to go and, and kind of scroll through it because you don't see a lot of this kind of clarity. And even, even other researchers, maybe their books have it better, but and I do recommend the, Bra uh, the Bregan book, which is really good. COVID-19 and the global predators, you are the prey. I think he pretty much distills it all together. 
but this is uh, number 27. To date, MNRA technology has not been able to prove any relevant benefit for any disease, including cancer. They could not prove any benefit for any disease. So it's not even just like seeing this evil creature from Pfizer's talk about, you know, we had to move at the speed of science. They couldn't prove any benefit. So that's telling you that's the, the, the harm is the intent. It's not a negligence. Before COVID, MNRA vaccines had never been tested on humans. Animal safety studies were incomplete. Risks, risks such as, as mutagenicity and carcinogenicity were completely ignored. Wow. During the clinical trials, the study participants were only observed for a few months on average. This is far too short a time to assess long-term risk and long-term efficacy. Fundamental problems with MNRA technology. Even after intramuscular injection, the vaccine spreads throughout the body and can thus trigger systemic side effects. Vaccine particles are absorbed into the cells of the blood vessels and induce attack of the immune system on the cells. Blood clots for form in the damaged blood vessels. Injection of a comparatively large amount of vaccine induces intense immune response. Vaccine particles do not contain protein antigen and therefore cannot be stopped by the immune system. Existing immunity worsens side effects. And then you see this. This is the organ distribution of MNR physine. Vaccine-induced expression of spike protein in the wall of small blood vessels in the heart. So you can just see this. The spike protein is in the hearts on these. Expression of spike protein on the brain with subsequent necrotizing encephalitis. Normal blood vessel, A, vessel with vaccine-induced inflammation, B, and vessel with inflammation and clot, C. Cancer risk. The MNRA of the Pfizer vaccine is transcribed into DNA and incorporated into the genome of the cell. That's incredible. Conclusion. The functioning of the MNRA technology had never been tested on a large number of people before its temporary approval and has not proven any positive benefit to date. Careful histopathological studies can also clearly prove the causation of severe damage to vessels and organs in individual cases. Clinical trials in humans started before potential risks of COVID vaccinations, e.g. cancer risks, risk of DNA damage have been thoroughly investigated and eliminated in animal studies. The DNA damage is going to be off the chart, so... I mean, yeah, it's, it's uh, bio-warfare, World War Three. Different countries got different vaccinations. So the idiots in the, the United States who are corrupt. I mean, you're run by Joe Biden. That's why I put him in there because nobody's really safe with Biden in office. Nobody's safe. And this vaccine or the shot is a perfect example of that. Barely can read. It's a total embarrassment. Stolen election in 2020. Stolen in 2022. The real support of the... Democrat slash left is really closer to 25%. I used to say like one third, but based upon those uh, exit polls, people are taking, they're just incredible. Usually the exit polls are very reliable. They're independent. You know, who's actually voting. They're at the voting office. I mean, granted with mail-in voting, who knows what's going on, but to me, they're very telling. Grand theft current country.
How was the effectiveness proven? Reliable scientific proof can only be provided by a placebo-controlled, randomized, triple-blind study with a patient-relevant target criterion. This type of detection study is indispensable for the approval of a drug. The evidence was not provided in the approval studies of the COVID vaccines. So it just goes on and on. Like, this is allowing... Like, it's all inverted, right? You have these perverse incentives, but you also have perverse information and disinformation. So... It's all upside down. You have a monster like a child killer, family annihilator like uh, Fauci, who's still on TV, um, has it all upside down. So his everything that's come out of his mouth is actually the real mis and disinformation, uh, which is incredible. And it's led to just mass m misery and death. Like, and you, you got to wonder, like the DOJ, you're just I tremble for the average American. Could not be more po poisonous and evil. <clears throat> Conclusion, efficacy of MNRA vaccines, all proofs of efficacy cover only a few weeks or months and only on the irrelevant PCR test positive mild disease. There is no reliable evidence for the prevention of severe disease and deaths. It has been shown that vaccination does not prevent the transmission of the infection. In persons without risk of severe disease or death from COVID, children, adolescents, healthy adults, vaccination is almost certainly without any benefit whatsoever. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of the, their studies here confirmed kind of what the alternate media is uh, talking about. This is the medical massive increase in side effects in the U.S. military. Wren's whistleblowers DMED data reveals incredibly disturbing spikes in vaccine injuries across the board. So the ability for the U.S. to respond to an attack is now decreased. I mean, it's almost like the U.S. is being puppeteered by a foreign invade, invasion force. So they kill off your military. They kill off the healthy young men. Nobody's going to be around to fight back in any in any case. I mean, if they're all brain, not brain dead now, if they're all like Hunter Biden's or something like that. It's interesting. They pulled this Thomas Run stuff. I got to go and look at his research as well. He should be looking at this, that's for sure. And, you know, if you get a diagnosis of myocarditis, carditis damage to the heart due to myocarditis is usually permanent three to five year survival rates have historically range from 56 to 83 percent inflammation of the heart muscle more frequent than assumed technical info swiss medic Myocarditis after vaccination, very rare, less than 1 in 10,000. CDC info from August 2022, myocarditis risk of teenage males at less than 1 or 2 per 10,000. Study unispital basal from September 11th, 2022, 2.8% staff members after the first booster vaccination, evidence of mild transient myocardial cell damage. Wow. That's very recent, too. 22 out of 777. Thai study, preprint, August 8th, 2022. Cardiovascular effects in 29% of 314 vaccinated students after second vaccination. Abnormal 
ECGs and 18% palpitations in the 7.6%, shortness of breath 6.6%, chest pain in 4.3%, and myocarditis pericarditis in 2.3%. Thailand study, that means 1 in 43 had myocarditis. It's a slaughter. It's a slaughter. Some of those myocarditis, they're not even aware, so then they would go for a jog and they don't make it. This is another stat. I've seen this. U.S. life insurers, massive increase in deaths. Pseudo-scientific claims. The more vaccinated there are, the more will also be in intensive care units in Taiwan. Case numbers, vaccination rate in Germany. Vaccination has led to the development of at least four completely new disease patterns in this context. VITT, VAIDS, ADE, and SADS. So it's sudden adult death syndrome, vaccine AIDS. Virtually no healthy children have died from COVID-19, but they have died from the vaccines. Conclusion, this is slide 65. Known risks of the vaccines alone and the proven adverse effects should should result in the immediate cessation of the, quote, vaccination, unquote. Based upon the observation period, the current evaluation can be, at best, represent the short-term harm and possibly some medium-term damages. The consequential damages seen until now have been correctly predicted in this form for this stage as they follow the logical, quote, pathophysiological, unquote, principles. This gives rise to fears that the damage predicted for the medium and long-term will also occur because it is also fundamentally plausible on the basis of pathophysiological principles. Due to the overwhelming evidence, these decision makers must now also be held accountable according to the principles of law. Boom. So we're just at the beginning of it. I mean, those numbers out of the workforce, 400,000 people out of the workforce is off the charts, just in the UK alone. I mean, the, the, you can just kind of see the detail they put into this. Allegation. Okay, let's look at their allegations. They are basically misleading the public is what they're saying. Allegation one, illegal temporary authorization, criminal liability, Swiss medic as manufacturer. Because of the health hazards, uh, there's risks. Conclusion. In the absence of a public health hazard, there was no reason for a temporary authorization. The risks clearly exceed the benefit, which is little to none. So other requirements of Article 9A are equally not met. So. Criminal liability, Swiss medic, illegal temporary marketing authorization. Allegation, the persons acting on behalf of Swiss medic are liable to prosecution under Article 86 TPA. 
continued serious violation of duties of care under the law on fair therapeutic products. Yeah. There's probably some kind of charge like that in the U.S. Allegation two, misleading the public. Misleading the part of Swiss medic vaccine released for pregnant women. Are the COVID vaccines safe? They, they literally said in Swiss, Switzerland, quote, there's so far there's no evidence of lasting negative health effects, unquote. So that's going to be trouble. Swiss medic conceals key warnings and informs the public in a misleading man manner. They have inadequate pharma pharmacovigilance. They should use that word in the U.S. Poor market surveillance initial situation. Yeah. Criminal law conclusion. Swiss medic grants authorization for a vaccine that is neither necessary nor effective nor safe. Swiss medic maintains a completely inadequate reporting system, much like the U.S., Swiss Medic conceals key warnings and informs the public in a misleading manner of deception. So these are all similar themes that you see in the U.S. I mean, they have the VAERS system. They have this V-safe stuff that they had to sue to get. Um, but you can see this kind of similarity, this biomedical hellscape that is similar in all different these different countries, these different, different jurisdiction, jurisdictions. Consequences, state institutions and private actors adopt Swiss medics misinformation. There you go, just like Anthony Fauci. The multiplier effect leads to concentrated disinformation of the population, makes a correct benefit-risk analysis for individual cases impossible, and ultimately leads to unnecessary damage to health on a large scale. See how they get it? They, they distilled that into this statement. Very good. And this is still going on in the States. Victims are not taken seriously with their suffering and are mistreated and left to their own to help themselves. Remedies are provided, for example, by the post-vac or film project Wunsched. true causes of the increasing health problems are being disguised private and public health costs are piling up demands are opening of criminal proceedings i demand that suspension of the temporary mnra approvals until signals are clarified i demand that transparent and correct information for the population demand that effective reporting system to record actual vaccination arms why don't they have something when you get your vaccination like a handout with a number that goes to a website, totally free, where you get your shot. If anything goes wrong, immediately go here. This is the website. Put in your code number. You don't even have to use your name. We have a record for you because this is your serial number for your vaccine. And tell us what happened. And tell us the success, really. If you were really had faith in your shot, you would really want people to just say, oh, yeah, this was amazing. I, I never got sick again. I was super healthy after it was done. And the fact that it's not there is very telling. Maximum support must now be given to the deceived victims. I agree. We all have it in our hands today to prevent further damage. This is a task for the whole society, correct? Without today's knowledge, we can do better. Let us no longer be misled. So, Really interesting stuff. And I think I probably can go over some of this executive summary. So this is the distillation of what they put together July 14th, 2022, and then re-up, they read, they put more information in the November 14th with a media conference. So you can actually go back, and I think they do have um, subtitles for all this. These are long, you know, it's, it's like 
in uh, two hours. Then, but they basically follow the PowerPoint presentations that I've kind of skimmed over. But you can see this here. So there's a two-hour presentation. Um, if uh, you have that, you have downloads in all different languages. And you have 10 pages like uh, distilled. So let's go to that. Swiss medic criminal claim executive summary one 37 complainants and six private individual claimants directly harmed by MNRA quote vaccinations end quote are filling the president criminal claim to protect their own health and out of legitimate concern for the health of their fellow human beings Two, what we are dealing with here is the greatest threat to human health caused by medical medicinal products and the greatest injury to human health that Switzerland has ever seen. Well, wow. The authorization and administration of the largely ineffective MNRA shots represent a far greater danger than the SARS-CoV-2 pathogen against which these shots are supposed to provide protection. Swiss Medic, Swiss Medic is primarily responsible for this threat. By law, it has the central function of protecting the health of the Swiss population. To this end, it must ensure, on the one hand, that only high-quality, safe, and effective therapeutic products are placed on the market. On the other hand, it must protect consumers. The notifying parties acting on behalf of Swiss Medic failed to comply with these guarantee obligations on several occasions and to significant extent, which is why they have been under strong suspicion since November, since December 2020 and up to the present day. Elements of an offense under criminal code when a death bodily injuries occurred. Four, the breaches of due diligence obligations complained here essentially consist in the fact that the notifying parties acting on behalf of Swiss Medic were already aware of countless risk factors from December 2020 onwards, each of which, when assessed in isolation, would have prevented the granting of the temporary authorization until the corresponding risk factors had been clarified in detail and eliminated under normal circumstances. So that's really it. I mean, you can go through all these things. It's the same thing in the States, very similar if not carbon copy. Despite these and numerous other risk-increasing circumstances, the initial authorization of the MNRA shots was fast-tracked by Swiss Medic. In just 63 calendar days, the applications for authorization were reviewed and important mandatory milestones were simply omitted. As a result, this temporary authorization in the sense of Article 9A TPA means nothing more than the fact that the entire Swiss population unknowingly participated and continues to participate in the largest clinical experiment ever conducted in Switzerland and indeed the world. Bang. It's incredible. It's really incredible. I mean, I think... I think maybe reading this whole thing is worthwhile. Let's go back. Maybe I'll just do a separate one and just read this Swiss complaint. I'll put this in the show notes. I mean, I'm at about 60 minutes. I have another two shows already lined up. But uh, if you get a chance, go back and look at the show I did last night. I was invited on to Black Pill Digest with Sean McCann. And we talked we talked about this for two and a half hours, really, just on a round table it was me, Sean, um, a guy by the name of James Cordoner, Hans Uter, and Loomis. 
and they all kind of have uh, the odd podcast too, and they've covered some of the stuff and are researching it as well, trying to uh, wrap their arms around this whole situation. But uh, does anybody have any questions or anything? I, mean, I think uh, listening to that two and a half hours would be very worthwhile because we kind of just kind of brainstormed on what the consequences are going to be as we move forward if they keep jabbing people and putting the shots on people. But this is the web. This is the cover of this website in Switzerland. There it is. So here's their milestones. January 3rd, started 2022, worked on the criminal complaint all the way up to publication of the criminal complaint just published November 14th, 2022. So I'll read that whole thing in its entirety. But uh, yeah, check out uh, that podcast. So they'll be back to back this Bioweb and Blues 15. And then the other one, which I titled... Discussing the approaching genetic holocaust from the kill shot on Black Pill Digest. So you can check that out too. Thanks for listening.